Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about Red Dead Redemption's sales numbers. <laughs> it was it's so exciting until you hit <laughs> sales so numbers. Yeah. It's like we're Forbes magazine or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh this is this is what the uh this is the business section of Stay on Target. Yeah. This is uh I wanna wanna know what the classified ads look like. <laughs> who's 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 posting stuff in there? Yeah, of course. And of what course. and what are they and what are they selling? What are they looking for? Let's crunch the numbers and find uh find out, you know? Yeah. Um yeah. but yeah, the uh they came out with some fairly impressive numbers and uh we're going to compare those to kind of other things and say can they actually compare to other things like the press release kind of proposes that they do um did, did you pull things to compare them to because yes, i did not i okay, i have good. i have a an article so we will we will reference at least one of us is prepared well one of us is semi-prepared we'll, we'll, we'll say that okay um, right. Speaking of, uh, if it sounds a little bit different, you are in a different location than I am tonight. I am. I'm at my home. Yeah, comfortably, I, com- comfortably at your own home. You know. I uh, I caught I caught the the cold of all colds last uh, last weekend. Yeah. So and, I, uh, the podcast last week, like you were you were fine, like you were you were looking like I fresh. Was. You were great. Like, but yeah. I also realized like last week you had uh, you had a lot of work and you weren't like sleeping super super very much at night, and so no. it's just like. It kind of all catches up with you, and then like you run into the wrong, the wrong cold germ, and yep. it's like it's all over. I, well, yeah, like, and I, I, I even forgot, I've forgotten now what I did on like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but I don't remember sleeping a lot then. I was real tired. I didn't sleep hardly at all on Thursday night. And then Friday night, one of my uh, really good friends got married, so I didn't sleep hardly like that <laughs> night. And then uh, Saturday, um, I came home, and uh, after the event I was doing, literally like fell asleep at like six thirty. And slept until like ten thirty, um, and then like uh, I was sick at that point. <laughs> that is that is intense, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that, that's like know, I feel like that's how it, it goes, is it is. though. You know, you just kind of burn the candle at both ends, and then you just get get a little get a little cold. Yeah, your um, your body throws a throws a revolt. So through all of that, what have you been up to this week, Chris? I have done nothing except for. Play Red Dead Redemption. Nice. I take that back. I watched Zombieland and some other movies, but <laughs> I uh, mainly have played Red Dead Redemption. Um, and man, I'm like deep in it now. Like, you know, like before, even last week, we were talking about our first impressions. Like, I just wasn't that far into the game. Yeah. Uh, but oddly enough, because uh, I've been at home sick almost all week, uh, I've had a lot of playing time with Red Dead and Dude. Last night, I, I bought this purple duster that I'm wearing. Yes. I uh, have, a, have a cool black hat, like probably like my favorite hat that I've seen so far in the game. Ooh. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll, buy, th- I'll buy this. And uh, yeah, I'm like, I've, I've opened up the, I would say like the central part of the map. Mm-hmm. And then, and then uh, what is it called? St. Saint something down there in the lower right hand corner of the map. Uh, I only just now like ventured down there. I haven't progressed the main story very much, almost at all. Like I mean, well, I have, but I it's like I'm holding off on like one specific min- mission because I, I like I was headed over there to start and I was like, this is gonna take, yeah, a lot more than like this. 
this is going to cost me a lot for this. Like, I feel like once I do this mission, I'm probably not going to be able to go to this area for a little while. Yeah. Um, and well, so, well, like... What I, well, what I've... What I've probably what, oh go go ahead. Sorry. So, so like that's where I'm at. Like where it's like oh I have ventured like far and wide. Like got done. Like I've I'm, I've been down there to uh, to that town that you're talking about. The uh, the kind of uh, New Orleans or like the deep deep yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, the swampy kind of area. Yeah. And, uh, and but like I haven't done any missions or anything down there. I've literally only just like gone down there to. Um, hunt some wildlife and get some get some herbs and things that i uh i heard about down there that sort of thing so yeah it's it's very well it's very i haven't either i haven't done any of the like so this is you know i've tried to make this as organic as possible so like the way i end up anywhere on the map is like uh so i'm out doing this like what i was doing was i was going after some of these uh there's that that one guy who's writing a book about this other dude and he's like hey go talk to these other gunslingers they can tell you about me so i was like following up with Black Betty or something like that. I think that may be her name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think it's Black Bell or something like that. Yeah, but Black you, Bell, yeah. yeah, something like that. Anyway, and um, and uh, it's kind of down in that area. Mm. Well, as I was leaving it, I was I was literally just like gonna leave there and head back up to camp. But then this guy shows up and uh, it's just like a random guy on the road and he has uh, a really bloody arm and he falls off his horse mm. and he's like take me to the doctor so I like pick him up throw him on my horse and I like you know it auto tells you where to go yeah it's like the, the closest doctor I know of is in Valentine right so but then it tells me to like just to go down south I'm like okay well I'll just go I'll just go down the I'll follow this to the nearest yeah. doctor and I end up in what is it St. Louis what is it what is it called uh I, I, let me pull up the map here um yeah so I end up down there, and I take him into the doctor, and I'm like, well, I mean, I guess I'm here, so I might as well uh, go get something to eat. I'm a little underweight, so I walk in and to the uh, to the saloon, and I uh, um, get some some food. I uh, was really bloody from carrying him, so I was like, oh, I guess I'll take a bath. And I'm like, well, it's uh, nighttime, and I really need to replenish my cores. I haven't slept in like two days, so mm-hmm. I guess I'll sleep. And then I get up, and I'm like, oh, I'll just like... Check out this town. There's a wanted bounty. I end up like accidentally. This is, this is the one thing about the game that I cannot stand. I'm just gonna like lay it all out here right now. Yeah, go for you it. Do, if you do one thing wrong, like, and you don't even know that it's wrong, you just like stare at somebody for too long, or like walk too close to a hanging, or like uh, this time I was like trying to uh, just run toward my horse. <laughs> I accidentally tackled the guy. Yep, and got put thrown in jail you got like thrown in jail throw well because it was like either i hop on my horse because immediately this is what's crazy about that town immediately from tackling this guy i have a ten dollar bounty on my head and i'm like well this is the worst <laughs> so i uh i was like i'm not gonna i'm number one i don't want to pay this bounty mm-hmm. number two there's cops all over this town like yeah. they're all they're on every corner and they Saint were already, Dennis, like, is that, that's where you're talking about saint, saint dennis. dennis yeah yeah so so the, like i would have had to just wipe all of them out and get this huge bounty on my head yeah. in order to get out of that town. So, and I didn't have my mask on, so like they knew who I was. Yeah. So I was like, fine, I'll surrender. Take my $10, throw me in jail. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, so uh, that's the thing is like the system of like, oh, I'm able to defuse things. Like it's not as that aspect of it isn't quite as like in depth as I wish it was. Because yeah. like, 
I've had things, things happen too, like where I'm going into town and like my horse is riding a little bit too fast and like bumps into somebody and it's like all of a sudden like yeah. they're coming out to investigate. And I've mentioned this before, like, but I diffused that situation. But then I've like done that before and uh, again and it's like, oh, nope, you're really wanted this time. And I'm like, all right, well, that's that's unfortunate. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. My, my honor is actually pretty high and I have like, I'm trying to reach the top honor because like there's an achievement associated with that. And so I'm like trying to get there. So like every time it goes down, I contemplate, uh, like whether I I go back to a save, you know, and I'm like, uh, all of my saves are full of like just tiered things. I don't feel like anything throws it like drastically off in either direction. I always feel like sure. which whichever whichever way it's going, you could compensate the other way pretty easily. Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, I mean, which is crazy the, because the minute you like murder like 12 people, you should totally become <laughs> just like completely dishonorable. Well, and like, so that's, that's what should happen. Th- that's the other thing is like I I have only killed like rival gangs or like uh d- like people that are kidnapping other people or like people that are uh, the only like law people that I've I've really like taken out or like anybody like that that is really just like whatever is like in service of the uh, the story like whenever it's in the story missions that actually doesn't affect my honor it seems like yeah. well, and so this is the thing though yeah this is what this is what's crazy crazy things do so like i happened upon uh, a, a a bandit who had actually two of them who were robbing a stagecoach and they had shot the driver and the other guy was up on top firing at him well i shot the two bandits and the other guy's like hey listen i'm going to take off this thing is yours uh, whatever you can, if you can get in the lockbox, whatever you can get in the lockbox is yours. Yeah. And so, like, I get in the lockbox, there's literally nothing in there. So I'm like, well, I'm going to loot these bodies and I'm going to take the stagecoach to the to the stagecoach fencing place where I can mm-hmm. sell the stagecoach. I loot the bodies, but, and, and the bandits, like, the they were the Driscoll, O'Driscoll, so they're the rival gang. Yeah. I loot their bodies fine. I get to the, to the stagecoach driver who, Mind you, was already dead whenever I happened upon him. Loot his body automatically, <laughs> like that's a bad thing, and I get like dinged for it on my ah. my whatever it's called. That is that it's, is a bummer. It's crazy because like because yeah, it's like well, it's like he was just my gonna like be rating. there anyway. It's like I mean, I, what, like, yeah, what was I don't just know. Leave him In dead. Life. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, I I agree. Like there are some weird systems like that where it's like I don't quite understand the logic behind some of this stuff, but. At the same time, I had so I had a similar situation where somebody was like he he walked out of the woods. I'm in the middle of nowhere, like hunting, right down. You know, uh, I guess I was probably out in the heartlands, somewhere in the middle of the map to the west, um, or it was to the east rather. Um, and so I was out there, and there's some dude come stumbling out of the trees, and he's like, "Oh man, I feel terrible. I got bit by a snake. Like, you know, can you help me?" <laughs> oh, and I was like. I was like, well, I happen to have this snake medicine, like, or, or like this all, all cure all something rather on me. So I give him this like expensive medicine and he's like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. He's like, oh, if I ever get a chance, I'll, I'll repay you or something like that. And, uh, and so then I don't see him again until I end up down like in, in roads in like the Southern part of the map. And the dude is sitting outside of the, uh, the general store and he's like, Hey, remember me? You know, you saved me from the snake bite. I would have been dead out there without you. Man, I have a lot of credit in this store. Why don't you go pick yourself something out on me? And so I what? walk in, and I'm able to pick out, like, something from the uh, the store. Literally, I picked out an outfit. It was, like, a 200 or $200 outfit, like, oh on this dude. 
And it was just like, okay, sweet. I'm was, just going to take all like, of this outfit. Did it give you like just like one single item to use or to, to take? Right. So like any like any single item would have been free. And so I just chose the most expensive like thing, which would yeah. have been an outfit, which because it has yeah. includes multiple things. Of course, you're limited yeah. as far as the colors go, but still it was a pretty great looking outfit. And so it's like, oh my gosh, like I, I want that. And so I got that and you know, it was totally free. So that's awesome. yeah. Anyway, the, like those systems like that, where it's like, it remembered that I did this thing and it was waiting until I got to this store specific place. And at a specific time, whenever this dude was sitting out there, I don't know. Like it just seems, seems like this thing is so ridiculously complex. I know it's amazing. And the, like as much as I'm just giving it crap for, uh, for dinging me on, honor and giving me warrants for my arrest and all that kind of stuff i love like i love that stuff at the same time where it's like yeah man i'm not gonna forget the time i accidentally tackled a guy in yeah. uh saint dennis and jail. <laughs> dude like i the uh the run in in the game like it's it's uh in town especially i feel like i'm either like walking really really, really slow like sauntering very you know cool cowboyish right or yeah. i'm like sprinting through town and uh and so so many times like i've like like burst through the the uh the um store owner's door and it's just like hello i'm here you know yeah i broke some windows the other day doing that <laughs> just like running around I, I i yeah i was like i just kind of like was running and i ran straight into this door to go inside the shop <laughs> and it slammed the door and oh, it broke the windows man. in it yeah. That's hilarious. I know it's crazy. Um, one more thing, and I'll and I'll then I'll then we'll move on. Uh, the um, I I went after uh, a bounty up in this like fort uh, mm. around Saint Denis, and uh, found him, and it was like capture him dead or alive. So I captured him alive. I killed the rest of his gang and ca- captured him, and uh, but I had to carry him down from the very top tower of this uh, fort, and I was like, I don't want to do this. I wonder if I can just throw him off the side and then like just get there faster. So I like just dropped him off the side and he like <laughs> yells at me and he like lands on the ground like, and he's still moving around talking and yelling at me. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so I go, I go down there and like I lose some bodies and then go around to pick him up with my horse. Big pool of blood underneath him, completely dead. Oh. I'm like, oh man. Well, whoops. <laughs> Guess you collect that bounty dead rather than alive. I know. Luckily, it was a dead or alive. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, like they're they're like, no, nah, we want them back alive or whatever. And uh, and other times, it's like, nah. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, Chris, I've got a few articles pulled up about all of this Red Dead Redemption sales numbers nonsense that all we're right. going to talk about. But first, the pick of the week. Pick of the week. <laughs> All right, Chris, what is your pick of the week? All right, my pick of the week is a game that we've actually reviewed. I should have looked back to see what episode it was. Didn't we already cover uh, it in our uh, our countdown to episode 300? Which, by the way, we did not do that last week. I know. I uh, I noted that in the show notes last week. We totally forgot. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we, ha- we have talked about it. Um, so it was in the first, you know, what, 60 that we've gone through? Yeah. Like that? Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, coming out for Switch. It's Valiant Hearts. The Great War. Uh, coming out on Switch, I think, tomorrow. Like, or, or actually today. If you're listening to this on Friday, when this re- releases, it's, uh, it's, it's out now. Dude, you can get it. So good. I know. I'm, uh, I'm possibly taking a trip this weekend. If I, 
feel better tomorrow, and I'm going to play that on the plane if I do. Dude, it's it's a perfect like game for for that. It's a, it's a really good game. Like I think I played it originally in like two sittings, um, and, and like that was the the right amount. Like it's it is a really fun puzzle game, like side scrolling puzzle game. And yeah. uh, with a really cool art style about World War One, and uh, and it is like all the stories kind of have this they, they tie together a little bit, but they're they're all kind of these separate vignettes of stories of of characters. And man, it is a really fun, really, um, really great game. Like I mean, the story can can like coalesces with the gameplay in cool ways. Uh, the music is is really f- like relaxing and uh, and feels like. I don't know, really emotional and meaningful in those ways. So like it really kind of comes together in a, a really cool way. Yeah. I, I saw some people online giving it crap for it, giving it, everyone who's excited for it some crap because they were like, oh, man, they're all excited about a new uh, a four-year-old game coming to Switch. I'm like, yeah, because it's an awesome game. And like honestly, you know, I don't know that I would pick, pick, pick it up again and play it on my um, Xbox again. Just yeah, like not because I don't like it, but just because it's like, why? You know, I've already done that. Yeah. But now that it's on Switch, I'm like, okay, cool. Like this is like a game that I enjoyed playing. I really loved it. Uh, I can play it again in a different format, handheld, uh, on a trip or something like that. I'll totally do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I guess like the the Switch just kind of in general gets that like that reputation of like, oh, it's just a port machine. Like there's all these indie games, great indie games that are being ported over to it, or, or great games that are being ported over to it. And while that is true, it's like it it does give new life to these things in my mind. Like I, I've played um, games on it that like oh I, I have already played on other devices like uh, yeah. my Xbox or or uh, especially my Xbox, but also my 3DS. Like I've played a couple games that I played on my 3DS, uh, like Shantae games on my Switch now, and it's like oh this is like the perfect place for them. Um, this game also lends itself to the handheld mode uh, because it's kind of like you can pick it up, put it down at any any point. Like it's not going to penalize you for uh, for taking a, a quick break or you know whatever and so it's like hey in a handheld format like that's very important like you don't want to get into something that can't be put down easily or whatever you know um i love fortnite on my switch but occasionally like i get into those problems too with fortnite where i'm like ah i don't want to play fortnite on my switch because or or in you know in general because like it's it's almost impossible to put that down once you're in the middle of a match so it's like it it doesn't necessarily lend itself perfectly to its uh kind of handheld nature in the pick up put down kind of aspect it does in the fact that like hey i can sit on the couch and like watch something while i'm playing fortnite or whatever but this game it's all of it, you know. It, it it's easy to put pick up, put down. It's uh, kind of bite sized chunks that you, you can feel like, hey, we, I made some progress in that five minutes that I was I was playing, um, <clears throat> and it just feels really good that way. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I'm super pumped for it. You should check it out if you've never played it, especially if you have a Switch. Agreed. And even if you don't, buy it on Xbox or PC or mobile or PlayStation Four. One of the plethora of other places that it was available. I also feel like this one, like Child of Light, which was the uh, the same UB Art kind of sticker that they had uh, for like a year, um, and uh, it's it's kind of like an artistic you know take on the uh, UB Art engine. Like has this engine built specifically for it. They were projects that hey uh, Ubisoft employees like they're what they wanted to do, and so they just gave them the funding to be able to do that. 
but Child of Light got a lot of praise and a lot of like recognition. I feel like more sales than potentially uh, Valiant Hearts did. But in my mind, like Valiant Hearts is more unique of a game. Like Child of Light is a really good like nugget-sized RPG. Like it's it's got the kind of Grandia two uh, time-based, real-time uh, based system of at- attacking and defending. But like <clears throat> this game, like it feels a little bit more unique than just like, Oh, it's, it's a, an RPG or, or whatever. Like it's, it, it's uh because it's kind of that puzzle esque game. It feels a little bit more unique than, than child of light. And so I liked it a little bit, a little bit better, I think, uh, than child of light. And I played through child of light, like twice, two and a half times now. Um, yeah. I mean, so I mean, I, yeah, I, child of light was one of those that like I started and didn't finish. I feel like this had a better, more compelling story. Yeah. Uh, and like it had a, I think more satisfying, more, at least for me, more satisfying gameplay. It wasn't necessarily as deep. Uh, didn't have mm. all the systems and good the RPG elements, but uh, <laughs> the the gameplay felt a lot more satisfying because like it was a compliment to the story. Um, and you got done with it, and you're like, man, that was the whole package. You're right there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I kind of miss. I mean, it was funny that. I mean, I don't know. I lo- I like when these bigger like when people like Ubisoft or e- EA. You know, EA did what uh, Unraveled and Unravel mm-hmm. Two, and uh, they did uh, Ubisoft was, did Child of Light and yeah. uh, Valiant Hearts. And all, <clears throat> EA I, is I, honestly still remember. still doing it. Like they have that. The, what is it? Was the Prison Break game from earlier this oh, year? Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I still need to play. Yeah, I, me, and honestly, like I, I should have played it then. Like I, I kind of miss. I guess kind of where I'm going with it is like these bigger studios investing in these smaller games. I mm-hmm. also uh, kind of miss like doing those uh, week of reviews that we uh, have done in the past. Yeah. Where you kind of like, just like, oh man, I know what I'm going to be doing for that entire week or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Tuesday night when it comes out, got to buy it, uh, play it. Tuesday play night, as Wednesday much night, as so we can review it on Thursday. Yeah. Right. I mean, the uh, the interesting thing about um, about some of the smaller games is that it's like, hey, they're really unique and they allow people to stretch their you know wings and flex their muscles like in ways that they maybe couldn't with the the AAA things. And to the point where like the people who made Valiant Hearts are actually uh, some of the developers who are behind that game are now like off on their own in an indie studio, like making um, other games. And I think they also relate to World War One as well. So like, I mean, I think we talked about that like a few weeks ago in the news, like, Hey, they've announced the, they're starting this studio and it's the people from Valiant Hearts. So like it's, it's a cool way to let the the talent that's already in a big studio kind of try new things. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your pick of the week? My pick of the week this week is a... Uh, I'm going to go... So I have I have two potentials. I'm going to go the non-Switch game route. Because, like, I could talk about another small Switch game, but I'm not going to. Um, or maybe... Actually, I am. We're going to make this the Switch small game puzzle game rock block here. Uh, there's a Sweet. game on, on Switch called The Gardens uh, Between, and it is a time-based puzzle game, 3D, kind of a, a almost a, a shadow box-esque kind of a thing. So the, the layout of the game is that you uh, are controlling the forward and backwards motion in time of two uh kids and trying to uncover what their story is as as it goes along through these puzzle uh 
moments and it's kind of abstract in that okay we're on a on a boat it's which is our treehouse so it's kind of this imaginary thing the treehouse floats from one puzzle island to the next puzzle island and like you kind of progress that way and uh and they uncovers every three different like levels or so it will uncover a new piece of their story like their actual story in the real world not in this kind of dreamscape and uh and it's a really cool, like, cool vibe, like music, and it's a really cool mechanics in that, like, there's this forward and backwards in time, but each character um, of these two two kids can can control different things. Like, well, the one can put a light orb lantern down and unlock like uh, a bridge, but you have to, f- with the other character, figure out, oh, I need to uh, open up these flower petals in order to get that uh, light orb to unlock the bridge. And so, like, each one can do these things that aren't. T- tied to the uh the forward backwards motion of to the timeline so you kind of have to like rewind and fast forward until you figure out exactly like where you need to interact uh with an object in order to progress like past a certain obstacle in the timeline um and uh it's it's a really cool like uh, feeling whatever you're playing to because the music like I've, I've, I put on the headphones and it's like oh the music is really good in that way so it's like really relaxing it's kind of similar in in the relaxation nature of the puzzles as well as the music to something like um, Florence which we talked about like we reviewed like earlier this year which is really cool so that's the kind of vibe that I get from the puzzles the story is not nearly as straightforward um, because again you get it in these little windows and in, into these uh, these two kids timeline and uh it's uh it's a really fun one to just kind of like unwind with like i've been you know with with breaks at at, for mixing or whatever like i'll i'll just play through one puzzle and it's like okay that took like five minutes so i'm gonna go ahead and like you know hop back into work or whatever so like it's just this really cool um puzzle game so there you go the gardens between that's awesome dude i'll have to check that out and pick it up yeah dude if you're on your flight back and you're not done with valiant hearts yet this is a good one. You mean if I am done with heart, Valiant Hearts? That's what I meant to say. Yes, you're correct. I said <laughs> it backwards. All right. Now it's time to talk about our main topic, Reddit Redemption's sales numbers. So exciting, Chris. So exciting. It's, I think it is, it is actually exciting. Uh, I don't know how long this conversation will be, but it's super exciting. Yeah, and we've also got the uh, the, the extra countdown to uh, to episode 300 as well. So yeah, it's like, yeah. make sure you guys stick around through these exciting numbers. And the, the numbers are really exciting. So uh, during the first weekend, Red Dead Redemption, uh, let me see, let me pull up the article. I have a few articles pulled up, so I'm sifting through because they've announced like how many copies they've sold now uh, and how many days it's taken to uh, to achieve like... So they outsold Red Dead Redemption's one's lifetime sales um, already, and Dang, uh, dude, that's and insane so to me. yeah, I know, right? So that's like that's one of the things that I wanted to bring up. Um, so they've sold in twelve days. They outsold Red Dead Redemption one's uh, sales, and uh, that's like super ridiculously impressive. Um, they've already that, shipped. That kind of doesn't make any sense to me. Seventeen million units. Yeah, that's nuts. Now Seventeen that's million. It's not sold through. That's so, correct. There's, some of those are sitting in stores, but still, that's over a billion dollars worth of games if every single one of them is $60. That's right. Speaking of uh, ridiculously large numbers, in the first weekend, Red Dead Redemption skyrocketed to $725 million uh, of world where, uh, worldwide sales. $725 million. So that's like close to, that's like, 
I mean, that's ridiculous, man. Like that's that number is is astronomically high. Like that's that's only that's like three fourths of the way to a billion dollars. Yeah. It's insane. Um, and Take-Two Interactive, uh, in their press release, they said it is, quote, the single biggest opening weekend in the history of entertainment. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I mean, uh, did, they, did you say you had the numbers to compare it to? So uh, Avengers Infinity War grossed more than $640 million in its first weekend. Um, and that was earlier this year. And so that was the, the, uh, the 640 million. Yeah. 640 million is, is the comparison that they, they drew out of that. So, yeah, I mean, I think like, you know, I think the, uh, the question you posited earlier is like, can you even compare those two numbers? I think you can. Um, it's, it's definitely a different medium, but like, you know, we yeah. say the same thing if, if, uh, you know, there was a, it's, uh, to me, it's 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 close. It's closer mm-hmm. than like games in a book. You know, it'd, it'd be like if a um, if a book and maybe like a uh, oh, well, I'm trying to think like what's what's even a comparison to that or nothing like an audio book. I don't know. Like there's no like there's no other like these are both visual mediums. One's just more interactive than the other. That's true. Uh, one is longer than the other, but I think like the the comparison can be made. Like they're there's just as many I don't know if just as many people, but there are people willing to spend just as much money yeah. on this property as the Avengers. Yeah, and you think about like I mean, obviously like from a sheer dollars standpoint, obviously like the the it, it can definitely be compared, you know, to that. But at the same time, it's like each copy it, it costs a little bit more. There are like thirty dollar uh you know, theater tickets, like uh, movie tickets these days, like for IMAX or like for IMAX 3D or like whatever. Like there are, there are really expensive tickets these days too. But like there are, if you look at the, the, the version of this game that you and I purchased, we purchased like the $100 edition of this game. And yeah. so it's like that all kind of goes into that same bucket of like, oh, you know, this is, this is the revenue that it has earned. Um, but again, like this is the thing though. Like let's just say like, – <laughs> Let's try to compare the like. Say I had to pay a hundred dollars to go see Avengers. I don't know that I would do that. I yeah, would probably that's true. I would probably wait and see it when it comes out on Blu-ray or something like that. You know. So yeah. I think the well, audience, the audience engagement with the property, like factors into it as well. Yeah, and I guess like you, you think about like how long people have waited for this game. Like obviously, like yeah. some people who are buying this are, are haven't played the first one, but it's like people have been waiting for this game for like seven or eight years. The first one came out eight years ago. Um, yeah. and so like that is a long time to wait. Whereas like Avengers, uh, infinity War, like the previous installment with all of these characters in it was civil war or Avengers two. And it's like, that is definitely not eight years. Right. Um, well, I waiting. guess you could, you could, you can measure a lot of things. You could measure like audience excitement, you know, on engagement and like willingness to spend, you know, however X amount of money. But like when it comes down to it, really the only like way to really quantify it is by the actual sales numbers. And that's where I'm like, I think in that sense you should and can compare them. You can factor in everything else, but like it's still, it's still an entertainment launch. It's still the biggest one. I mean, that's a, that's a huge deal. Yeah. It's a, it's a massive deal. And so uh, in comparison, one thing that's interesting to me about a lot of video games these days are like video games have traditionally come out on Tuesdays, right? So they don't have like the quote unquote opening weekend numbers, right? 
Um, yeah. And so the last Except game... For in, in, recent, in recent years, they've been going out more on Fridays. Right. And I think that, that it's like there's a lot of reasons why that would be. It's like, oh, to, to make... To stack up with the, the weekend kind of things. It also, like, Nintendo, whenever they switched uh, years ago at this point, because it was because in Japan, like, the, the government was like, kids aren't as focused at school whenever, like, the week that these games <laughs> come out on Tuesdays. Can you guys please release them on Fridays? And they're like, yeah, ah, yeah we can do that. You know, I mean, well, and like, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not in school, but I kind of feel the same way. Where it's like, if a game comes out on Tuesday, I'm probably not playing it until the weekend anyway. Like to be honest, I'm not, yeah. at least I'm not driving in, diving in deep. Yeah, um, I can't. You know, even sometimes with like things like Spider Man. You know, I, it it was later on in the weekend before I even got to play it. So, yeah. Well, I mean, you uh, think about like even Forza Horizon Two. Like I played it that first yeah, night, but yeah. it's like it, it came out on that Tuesday for people who hadn't purchased like the super deluxe edition or whatever. And yeah. uh, I didn't really dive in and play it until probably Friday night. You know. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, but all like the Tuesday thing. Rockstar's last game um, uh, came out on a two Grand Theft Auto Five came out on a Tuesday, so they can't say like, "Oh, this was the biggest weekend uh, release yeah. ever." But it actually in three days. Um, this is uh, from CNBC, and I was reading an article uh, from Polygon earlier that said the same thing. Grand Theft Auto Five, which achieved one billion dollars in retail sales uh, through its first three days, and so this is obviously like less than a billion, but still the biggest weekend. So like that's the kind of uh, marketing you know hoops they have to jump through, and I feel like that's almost why you would want to release this on a on a Friday. It's like oh yeah, sure, there's the like it's the weekend, more people will play it, more people will like whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like they can also look look at this and like look over at movies and be like. Now nah, we're kind of a big deal. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that—that's probably not the reason they picked a Friday. I still feel like you know you think about Call of Duty, like they usually they release on Fridays now. You know, like a lot of bigger games do that. Want they want a lot of a lot of uh, people playing it day one so it can build the hype level. Yeah, and I think the best way to do that is release it on a weekend. You know, that's just kind of the way it is. Um, I'm sure it maybe factors into it a little bit, like being able to like make that like achievement and that claim, but. I don't think that's the primary reason, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so we talked about it being 17 million uh, units in the first you know, few days here of Red Dead Redemption 2. How many uh, lifetime sales do you think Red Dead Redemption 1 had? I mean, if it's, if it's, if it's already sold more, I don't know. So 15? it only moved... Yeah, yeah, you're right. 15 million units. So yeah, like that's... It's, it's well over um, the Red Dead Redemption 1 numbers. Like that's insane. I mean, that's crazy. That's and that's lifetime sales. That's just that's people who have at, that's at this eight point, years. That seems insane to me, and, and that's a lot of pe- a lot more people who are playing this game that didn't play Red Dead Redemption One, which is, is also baffling to me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because like, also, like, I mean, I I could see like this is its own standalone game. Like, if you haven't played. Especially if you haven't played through the end of uh, Red Dead Redemption One, like you can still pick this game up and understand what's going on, really have a connection yeah. to everybody. Like it's it's done in such a way like it, you don't need Red Dead Redemption One to enjoy this game, but it right. definitely makes it like better. Like it makes it feel um, I don't know more meaningful in some ways. Yeah. So I, mean, I think that shows. I think what that shows is uh, trust in Rockstar's brand and yeah. in that development team because it's probably a lot of people who have played GTA 5 yeah. and are are like I mean cuz you know I think GTA 5 I mean it was a while back they passed 60 million copies sold so it's right. like you know there's a lot a lot of people playing that game a huge yeah. player base and uh there was enough people you know 2 million more people than ever bought Red Dead Redemption 1 that were 
excited for this uh, this game just based on the fact it was another Rockstar open world game. And, that's right. Uh, that's that's pretty cool. And I actually know, know people that. who haven't yet picked up Red Redemption Two that played and loved like Red Red Dead Redemption One. Um, and so it's like you know it's like there is going to be there's obviously more crossover there. It's like oh more people have bought this than bought the first one, but also even more than that because like there's some people who who played the first one who haven't yet purchased this yet you know it's like yeah, either they yeah. they didn't didn't oh i just didn't pick it up day one or it's like oh, i'm waiting for christmas waiting for the holiday whatever um you know it's like it's this is this is a, a ridiculous achievement there so um yeah I agree. It seems like it could be compared, you know, from the dollars and cents of it to other entertainment franchises. I do think that like they, it's almost like different metrics, but it is, it isn't a full on like apples to oranges kind of a comparison. Like, it's not like you can't say this is comparable to this. It's like, sure, maybe units sold is less than the number of people that actually saw Infinity War, but at the same time, like it is a big cultural thing because like you said, people are willing to put more money down on the video game than they potentially were to see infinity war. So yeah, yeah. it's also two hour movie versus a like hundreds of hours long game. I don't know. You know, it's, I haven't reached the end yet. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge investment of time into this game, you know, yeah. to, to yeah. play it. And so, and, and, and again, like, there are people who don't even like get past the first like 10 hours, you know, that, that always happens But that, you know, like there's people who walk out of a movie and like that was the worst movie ever, you know, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, hopefully you or I will finish this within, I don't, I don't think we're finishing this within the year. I'm just going to call it. It'll be next, it'll be next year before we, uh, we review this game. It's funny. Like I, I've talked to a few people who are like playing this game as well. And I'm like, man, I am nowhere close to where you're at. I know. And it's like, and I'm like, and I don't feel like I'm, I'm, you know, taking a ridiculous amount of time. It's just like, I just sit down. I'm like, ah, what do I want to do? And I kind of mosey over here and do it. And then head over here. It's, it's weird. Like this game is, is a game that feels more like a book than any other video game that I've ever experienced before. We're like with a book, like I don't want to sit down and just like, Oh, I'm going to read two pages and then be done. Right. Like I want to sit down for like, Oh, I'm going to be here for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour and read. Um, Whereas that, that's kind of what this video game feels like, where it's like, oh, I want to be able to get into it for like 30, 40 minutes at minimum, um, if not more, you know, an hour and uh, and be able to, you know, get in there and and, uh, and do stuff with it. So it's very interesting. All right. Well, is that it? I think that's it, man. All right. I need to grab my phone so we can run down these uh, these episodes. Let's do it. All right. So, so episode 77, this is back in October of 2014. We're still in 2014. They're still within our particularly our, uh, our first full year of the show, was the Walking Dead Season 5 premiere review. One of my, that was probably my favorite season of Walking Dead was Season 5. Uh, I, I have not kept up with it, and I kind of want to go back and binge everything since the point where I left off. Man. Um, so that'll, that'll happen at some point. I mean, will it, though? Will yeah, it? Yeah, it will. It will. I mean, I would make a bet with you, but you literally have the control of like whether or not. That, <laughs> I need to like make a bet with a third party where it's like you don't have like you know a reason to go back and watch it, you know. I do though. I do. I I feel like I want to get to the point where they're at now. And honestly, like the reason I didn't keep going was just, it was just too slow. Dude. And whenever I dropped off, and like I had other things, and I'm like, if I could just binge watch this all in one weekend, I'd totally be cool with that. But the fact that I have to like invest time in it week to week felt like too much. Mm, so mm, mm. it's Netflix's well, fault. It's not happening anytime soon, Chris, because you have Red Dead now. That's true. 
I mean, nothing's happening anytime uh, soon. Also, that episode we uh, we talked we 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 attended oh, a survival yeah, class at REI. Yeah, and talked about how to survive a zombie apocalypse. It wasn't nearly as like, uh, like I think that at the at the last second they couldn't pull like actually call it like oh if a zombie out like they couldn't go full on zombie. They had to like make it more like oh if you're just you know stuck in the wilderness or like you need to go survive somewhere or like whatever. Like, yeah. they they couldn't well, go it, full on zombie. It was a lot. Well, they probably because you sign up for it or whatever. Like they probably didn't see that many signups because people probably thought it was a joke and it's like oh this is literally actually like this is this is survival techniques like it wasn't right specific to a zombie outbreak it was just like hey here's how to survive if like stuff goes down and I uh, you do need, remember you need to take care of yourself someone dressed up as a zombie there was somebody there was a zombie there i remember I that I don't, I don't think that was from rei oh i don't i don't remember this i thought there was a zombie somebody anyway regardless it was a great idea to put it on the podcast. You may have seen a real zombie, John. I may have seen a real zombie. You're saying yeah. that I may have like seen Patient Zero. You could have seen Patient Zero. That's that's an it, it, that's impressive. Like if I am the one that discovers this, and it's like, oh man, it's pretty impressive. All right, we're gonna move. We're gonna move quicker through these. So uh, episode seventy-eight, Marvel's upcoming movie slate, and other our favorite scary movies. I wonder what our favorite scary movies were. That's a good good question. Uh, I would like to listen to this episode because I also wonder. We probably have caught up with where we were uh, at, like where Marvel's upcoming movie slate was at oh, this definitely. point. Yeah, because they really haven't announced a ton past this. Uh, episode seventy nine was the Interstellar review. That was amazing. We saw an IMAX so good. on on film seventy millimeter uh, film. I flew back early. We were in. Um, Arizona, I believe, for like some uh, conference, and uh, and I flew back early in order to do this review because, I, and also because I wanted to see Interstellar at the in the IMAX, you know, 3D or whatever. Ended up seeing that yeah. movie like twice, three times maybe in the IMAX. So I know it's um, so good, dude. It's a good one, man. Uh, episode eighty was Big Hero Six review and the Evolve Alpha. Man, that game died quick, dude. Evolve, like I feel like it went free to play and then it's just gone now. Like I yeah, feel like it it, is. It, uh, the servers. I think the servers shut down earlier this year. That that blows my mind. We've seen yeah. the the rise and the peak and the fall of that game within the life of this podcast. Yeah, uh, episode eighty one, emotional movies and Suicide Squad casting rumors. It says. Chris and John question whether some movies are too emotional. Wow, that's crazy. Too I emotional. I don't remember that conversation. Too emotional. I don't remember that conversation at all. I don't either. Uh, like I want to listen to this and be like, <laughs> I, and, and argue with myself because I guarantee I disagree. Yeah. Episode eighty-two, The Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part One review. I episode. Love it. Wait, I said eighty-two. Yeah. And now episode eighty-three, great movie trailers and Sunset Overdrive and Pokemon. I mean, those two things are very much related in the gaming world. Sunset Overdrive and Pokemon, you know? Yeah. Uh, episode 84, Star Wars The Force Awakens teaser. I think that was probably the first one. Oh, my gosh. That was pretty amazing. I remember the day that came out. Dude, I, I'm also amazed at, like, how many of these, like, I have, like, I'm my iTunes obviously tells me how far. I've listened to half of that episode somehow. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. That's, that's funny. That's hilarious. Um... Let's see here. The episode 85. No, wait. Yeah. We also talked about Terminator Genesis trailer and Suicide Squad <sighs> cast. Uh, episode 85, the Game Awards. Talked about that. For the, so that's the Game Awards 2014. That's probably back when they were still on Spike TV, I think. I think that was the, the year right after. Well, maybe. I don't know. You're, that's a good question. Hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. 
Um, let's see here. Because uh, there was I'm one so year where it was different than than the normal stream that they have this year. I'm excited for this year's man. Well, Supposedly, they, like so there's gonna be some they big used stuff. To, they used to. Well, they always say that they used to have it on Spike TV. That was where it was originally. And then they in the, in the past. Um, I think it was two years ago, they moved it to a streaming only, but it was only on some platforms. And then last year was the first year where they opened it up and it's like, hey, this is just everywhere. This is yeah. it's not exclusive to, to a specific place. This is on YouTube, Twitch, you know, uh, Mixer, all the things. Yeah. Uh, um, let's see here. Uh, episode 86, The Hobbit, The Battle of the Five Armies review. Episode 87 <laughs> was the We're 2014 year-end review. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't need to talk about each one specifically no. necessarily. No. Episode eighty-eight, two thousand fifteen, entertainment preview. These are exciting titles. Uh, episode eighty-nine is GameStop in trouble. What, what made us talk about that? The holiday season like, didn't oh. treat GameStop well, apparently. Uh, yeah, I was like, I forgot. Yeah, I guess they had low sales. That's crazy. I do remember uh, that, and I distinctly like if you went into a GameStop at like in the holiday of twenty fourteen. It was it, like it's a vastly different place nowadays than it was back then. Like, here's the thing, though. Look at the, the look at the next episode. I feel like this is a trend that we didn't notice it necessarily at the time. Our movie ticket price is too high. Movie attendance was down in 2014. Mm. So maybe people just didn't have as much money to spend on expendable things in 2014. That's possible too. <laughs> also, in general, like yeah, just in general, it's like oh man, you know, not as yeah. much entertainment going on. I can see that. Uh, it says we also take a listener topic. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, episode ninety-one, Call of Duty Zombies are back. I don't which 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 Call of Duty was that? That would have been Advanced Warfare. Yeah, Advanced Exo Zombies. How oh much my did we actually play that? I mean, I played it a reasonable amount. Like whenever that like game first came out. Hmm. But it wasn't. I have it. It's still installed. <laughs> it's still installed on my console. That game is. It. Yeah. Oh, dude! Advanced <laughs> Warfare I, is. Oh yeah, Advanced Warfare, Infinite Warfare is on there. Uh, oh, Modern Warfare man. One, the remake is on there. I haven't played any. Dude. Uh, oh, Black Ops. I think Black Ops Four is still on there. Black Ops Four and, or you mean Black Ops Three? Black Ops Three no. is definitely still on there for mine because Black, oh, yeah, Black Ops Four 3, just yeah, that's came what out. I mean. Yes, Black Ops Three. Uh, sorry, Black Ops Three still on there, and I just deleted Black Ops Two off of there. Ah, see, I had Black day. Ops Two on mine as well because Black Ops Two, like the zombies in that, fantastic. was so good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think we didn't we end up buying all the zombie packs or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. We did something crazy. Yeah. Um, episode ninety two, what we collect and why. Ooh, we could do an update on some of that stuff. Like, hey, are we, we are we collecting anything new? Yeah. Uh, Have we stopped 90- collecting anything that we were collecting? Like those types of things. The answer is yes. Uh, episode 93, Spider-Man joins the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the Gettysburg Address. Why did I do the you Gettysburg Address? You read the Address? Gettysburg Address. Was it like the... Was there a reason? <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't really need a reason. I mean, do you ever need the, a reason like that? The Gettysburg Address is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree. <laughs> yeah. Was, I just don't... If it was at the anniversary of the Gettysburg Address? But, bro, more people... Yeah, probably. But more people should just read the Gettysburg Address. Like, just just yeah. do it. Go read the... Go read the... Don't... This is... Uh, let me... I'll... One soapbox thing. Don't learn history just from things that people say on the internet. Go read history <laughs> and figure out what actually happened. Um, episode 94. 
unless you're going to like unless you have good sources. This is that, that's where we get into trouble when people learn history from memes. I guess is my point. Um, for sure. Let's see here. Well, because Chris, uh, I mean, memes—they huh. all come from like completely factual, completely. Like, oh yeah, everything. Everything on the internet is true. It's not like it's not like just anybody no can make a meme. You know? No, you can't. You can't make up things on the internet. Just, they don't let just you. you know. Yeah. Everything you see there is is hundred percent. Uh, episode ninety four. What's the deal with the, What's the deal with the Order eighteen eighty six plus Alien, Game of Thrones, and Destiny news? I mean, I, so the, here's the thing. We talked about Neil Blomkamp's uh, Alien in this episode. Oh, man, I remember I wish that. that. Had happened. I yeah, remember I that. I know. Uh, also, the Order eighteen eighty six. I thought it looked fantastic. Got really weird reviews, so I never played it. I never never bought it. But then it. I think either I bought it super cheap or it was uh, on PlayStation Plus at one point. So now it's sitting on my console. I still have yet to play it. <laughs> I mean, that shows you how interested you actually are in it. I remember yeah. like that was the big like technical showpiece for uh, for PlayStation Four whenever it first came out, where like uh, Rise: Son of Rome uh, was Microsoft's for Xbox, and then that game was for uh, PlayStation. Yeah, except and... for it came out way later, and this is the thing: like it still didn't really look that great. No, like it's all dark and weird and smoky, like foggy it's like okay how is this a representative of great graphics right right uh episode eight did we say 95 yet no 95 the 87th academy award oscar winners i wonder what okay so well who was who was this it doesn't say it doesn't say in the in the comments i mean you wouldn't want to spoil it all in the in the uh in the episode notes would you you know (laughs) no that's because i can't look it up anywhere else on the internet apparently but we Uh, do talk about the power rangers fan film uh (laughs) and uh superman on tv and r-rated batman yeah uh episode 96 this is march 2015 descender number one comic review that was that comic it was actually really really good it was supposed to be a miniseries. Somehow, at some point, turned into a series. I never finished it. So it, I, I actually have been picking up it, uh, that in trade paperback. Um, it's still going. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been picking up the trade, the volumes as they come out. I don't know if it's still ah. going. Like today, I think it's honestly, I think it's winded down at this point. But it was a long time. Like it went on um, at least until like last year. It might still be even ongoing. I don't know. Again, I'm just picking up the trades whenever they come out. So yeah, it went longer than I could hang on for. Uh, episode 97 speaking of smaller indie games that we review in like a day white knight review that was a great game (laughs) you love that game i actually liked it a lot did you you played it too didn't you uh no i did not play that game oh man i was the only one who played that one i actually i actually own that game um but i play it i got it like it was on playstation plus or something like that for free one time and so i got it for got it for that um so i will say that like i hadn't played um gone home at the time if i was re-reviewing it now i would say they blatantly lifted a lot of things from gone home hmm, interesting like that's kind of concepts. a bummer yeah but not in, i don't think it was in a bad way it was just like i would have i would have talked about that in the review yeah yeah probably still would have reviewed it the same whatever i whatever i scored it it didn't, it, that fact doesn't change my emotional like take on it now, so I don't know why it would have back then either. Episode 98, Battlefield Hardline multiplayer review. Man, Hardline was great. I liked Hardline a lot. The multiplayer was pretty fun. Like I just like Battlefield multiplayer just never gets me, man. Yeah. It doesn't get me for long. Well, like I'm always like, like, oh, these game like, modes are like fun. The heist the, the, uh, modes. 
Yeah, like, like you robbed the, you took the money and you were trying to like, I, I liked that idea behind it. Like, yeah, was you a cool, like cool idea. stuff things into a, a duffel bag and like run off with it. Like, I mean, it's very fun. Like, again, the modes are all really good, but the moment to moment like gunplay doesn't feel nearly as, as, as intuitive as I would want it to normally. Like, yeah. it's just, I, I mean, they've it's, never it's, connected with me. It's not as, not as a, not a, as quick of a gameplay loop as like Call of Duty, but I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that sometimes. It, dep- it depends. Yeah. Like, if, Depends on like in this objective based mode, it was totally fine. Yes, uh, the next agreed. episode, episode ninety nine, we reviewed the campaign of Battlefield Hardline, which I loved. I don't. Did we both review it? Did you play that game? No. Chris which has the deets one? and the review. I was oh. the only one who played it. Yeah, that was the campaign. Yeah, because I only played the multiplayer. Uh, I didn't play through the campaign. I, I have now since played through like a piece of the multiplayer. Like so, I played because um, I had like you mean the, the campaign. E- yeah, the campaign. That's what I mean. Um, I play like because it's it's structured in like television show kind of uh, ways, yeah, yeah, which was really cool. So I've played like the, like two of those, I think, like two sections. So were were we doing these fifteen at a time? I believe we were doing fifteen at a time, and we skipped a week. So uh, so we had yeah, like so, we sh- so and we started at seventy six. So we should go to one hundred and five. Is what we should do just to stay okay. get back on the right. Yeah, I think so. That sounds that sounds right, Chris. But I haven't done is, the math. Is that divi- yeah, because that's divisible by 105. Is that divisible by 15? Let's find out. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll just like... Yes, it is. Talk about so that's seven. Okay. All right, we'll talk about this next one. Stay on Target's 100th episode it was our first and only live show. <sighs> wow. It was pretty wild. We did it. Uh, we had a live drummer in the studio. That was pretty amazing. We had a cake. Um, and, you, uh, you can a watch it on friends. YouTube. Has, has you can watch it on YouTube. Has a decent that number t- of views or whatever. So that yeah. took forever for us to put out. Ugh. I don't remember. Did we skip a whole week? I think, I think we, we skipped did. a week. Yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a nightmare too. We definitely uh, to because March twenty seventh all the way to April tenth. So yeah, we yeah. skipped an entire week there. Yeah, like that, and because we, we were trying to do the video and the audio at the same time, and uh, that was just uh, that was too much. Yep, it was too much. Yep. Um, we have. That's why we have not done it since. That's why, yeah, that's why we haven't done like a, li- a full-on like live show since. We should do it again. I feel like we'd have a better plan this time. We would. We would. We would. We yeah. both have done more live things, like and and things like yeah. that, like since then. Like that was 2015. You know, that's three years yeah. ago. So and I might just hire a guy this next time. <laughs> oh good man, point. pay somebody 50 bucks. Maybe uh, episode 300. I'm. I know. I, I don't know. You know. Just, I mean, we'd have to be planning that now. I know, right? <laughs> uh, episode 101 was Star Wars The Force Awakens Teaser 2 oh. and The Walking Dead Season 5 review man that should have been why didn't we lead with that The Walking Dead Season 5 review that was the most brutal like gut wrenching season in my opinion um, and my favorite had some of my favorite moments in there I mean, I probably because like I had already fallen off of, of Walking Dead at that point, and oh, so, so it's I was just the only like, one beating that drum. Yeah, so you were like, "Oh man," you know. So yeah, it's so good though. Yeah, uh, episode uh, one hundred two, Batman vs Superman IMAX teaser, yes. plus the Ex Machina review. Dude. Such a great movie. Who saw that? Was I, did, did we? You saw that, that at the time. You saw that at good the night. time. I, I why have, was I doing? Uh, why was I? You need to pull your weight, John. <laughs> Listen, I'm. I, doing everything? I don't know. Like, I feel like you were like you were just like seeing movies left and right, and you were like, "Here's what I think would happen." Because I don't know if if those were like full on like, "Hey, this is the week it came out." Reviews like this was like probably a couple True. weeks later, um, where you I, actually, had seen the like, movie I, in the interim. I feel like Ex Machina was a preview 
uh, review. I feel like I saw that before everybody else did. That makes sense. If it was like a press review or something yeah, like that, yeah, that happened yeah. like on a Tuesday. Yeah. That's crazy. That's hilarious. Uh, episode 103, you're back in the game, John. Yes. Avengers Age of Ultron review. <laughs> um, that was, uh, man, I don't even remember what I thought of that movie at the time. I don't remember what I gave it, what I rated it. We talked. I remember talking a lot about the footage that they cut out with Thor. Mm-hmm. I remember not liking it as much as I wanted to like it. Yeah, um, me too. And like even during that review, like yeah, the stuff that the, they cut out and stuff like that, I was like, mm, why did you cut that out? Because I also remember even at the time, I feel like we knew that Joss Whedon was not like super happy with how much he had to cut out of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, they didn't even film that stuff. They they wouldn't even let him film it. Right. Right. Uh, episode 104 was Star Wars The Force Awakens news and rumors and Captain America Civil War casting news. Man, there was a time whenever The Force Awakens was not out there, like in this podcast, like where it was like anything we could hear about it, like we were like all about it. Yeah. Man. And then 105, where we'll stop today, the video game backlogs and what to do with them, a problem we still face today. The answer, Chris, though, is legitimately you just burn them. You burn Burn your game. What do I do with digital games? Oh, uh, you just d- delete them. You snap your hard drives in half. I don't know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't even know if I could physically do that. I'd have I to, mean, like... But even I'd if you did, like, they're stored... It, those purchases are stored in the cloud. You can always just re-download it, you know? It's like, it's never actually gone. Oh, that's man. true. That's true. That's true. Very true. It can never be destroyed unless... They come out with a a patch for the game, and it goes through and just eliminates Peter Dinklage's voice from the game. Oh yeah, you can never play that version of Destiny ever again. Yeah, never I again. Guess, like they literally well, no, because you have to you have to contact the servers. Yeah, I mean even the physical editions they've they've completely yeah like they that's what they did with it. Gone, gone forever. All right, well, uh, this has been a fun episode. It has. Yeah. Uh, you can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com, on Twitter at chriswright250. And johnwright777. And always online at stayintargetpodcast.com. Please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. Unless you have something else, John. I mean, the only thing is that next week is going to be the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them review. And yeah. I'm very excited. That's I all I have to say. You know? So, yeah, so stay tuned for that. We'll see you next time on Stay On Target. The Pick of the Week! The news! Oh, wait. Hang on. Pick of the Week! (laughs) You need to splice that together. I'll splice it together. It's good.